what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. We're going to talk about identity today. We're going to talk about identity, specifically how identity is actually something we train. Identity training. Just like you would train your body, just like you would train your mind, identity is also something we train because it's often the area of greatest attack in our lives. And every next level requires a different version of ourselves to be activated, to show up. So this is something that's really important. A lot of people... They really do. They have this desire to create lasting changes in their lives, but they don't implement what they know because of different identity inconsistencies, right? There's things that we know to do. The Apostle Paul says this. There's things that we know to do, but we don't do them. What is that about, right? Like we know what to eat. We know we should be drinking more water. We know that we need to get more sleep. We know that we should be kind to other people. We know that we should put a time limit on our social media intake. We know (laughs) to do different things, yet we don't do them. We are inconsistent in creating those results. So identity training is all about you learning exactly how to create, integrate, and unapologetically be your truest self every day with clarity and confidence. Now, this is something that we train because I don't know about you, but when you are becoming a greater level of yourself, right? You you might hear it as reinvention, but it's really remembering who you are. You've already been given all of your God potential. You've already been given gifts, talents, abilities, inheritance, right? All that you'll need is inside of you. You probably heard that before and it's probably also been really annoying, (laughs) right? Like if it was inside of me, I would have gotten it out already. But it's true. We often aren't focused and we often don't activate what is inside of us. And sometimes we don't even know what's in there. So this is really, really important work because a lot of times where we get tripped up is we try to do all the action on the outside without the belief, without the faith, without the actual clarity and confidence from the inside. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we can take all the action in the world and really just end up more frustrated, okay? So this is what I want to share at the jump here. This is one of my favorite scriptures of all time and favorite promises. It's coming from Matthew 18, 3, and it says this, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. This is important because this is identity creation, right? Who were you before you put all these limits on yourself? Who were you before you started modeling shoulds and have tos? 
Who were you before you became so focused on doing rather than just being, right? What was your truest, most pure nature? It was childlike wonder. (laughs) It was joy. It was excitement. It was expectancy. It was inspiration. It was creativity, right? That is what we need on this faith walk. That is how our identity has been created and shaped and molded. Now what we do is we tend to put all these barriers and blocks on it. We box ourselves in and then wonder why we feel like we're stuck. (laughs) So we need to break out of all of these walls and barriers that we've put up in our own resistance. That's really remembering more of who you are. Oh, self-awareness says that's not actually who I am or I was reading the word today and I received this revelation now I'm going to apply that in my life it's a very practical simple process of one day at a time one step at a time one moment at a time it's cultivating this beginner's mind this is what we call humility right I don't know but I'm connected to the one who does know So the beginner's mind is that child-likeness, that childlike wonder, that simple trust. Children simply trust, right? They don't get caught up in all of the worry and all of the fear, all the anxiety. They have just expectancy and hope that things are going to work out and that things are always working out for them, right? So the beginner's mind is being like a child, embodying this childlikeness. It's not childishness, but it's embodying childlikeness. And it's the way of joy and simple trust. It's saying, I believe. I believe, right? I have to believe first because without faith, it's impossible to please God, okay? But the belief, the believing doesn't just come from rehearsing affirmations, (laughs) It doesn't just come from practicing it one time. There is identity training. You train new beliefs into your body because your human self, your not so humble self, your human mind is going to want to doubt. It's going to want to fear. It's going to want to survive, right? And then the emotions of that are crazy. They're insane a lot of the time, right? They're not connected to truth, connected to faith a lot of the times. And then we procrastinate or we get stuck in an action. We don't move forward when we're operating under that influence, okay? So when you train yourself, right, in your identity and you get one day at a time, one step at a time, one moment at a time more consistent with that, you are transforming, That's the process of transformation. We are transformed by the renewing of our mind one day at a time, one step at a time, one moment at a time. This is not a quick fix. This is a daily practice. Identity training is training, and it's a daily practice that you incorporate into your life because it affects everything that you do. Your being, starting from your believing, affects every single thing that you do and everyone in your world or your sphere of influence. It affects how you show up in relationships. It affects how you process information that can catch you off guard. It affects how you show up at your job. It affects how you lead. It affects everything, okay? So practicing this childlikeness, this beginner's mind, I can choose joy here. I can simply trust. I can cast my cares on the Lord because he cares for me. So the things that I can't control, I can cast those over to God and leave that on his 
plate, right? And then on my plate are the things that I can control and the things that I have been given, the tools that I have been given. I can actually practice those in my lives and walk that out every day and train in that every day and make space for that because it is a huge disservice to myself to think that that training is just going to happen automatically, right? Just because I have a new nature doesn't mean that I live in it. Whoop. Just because I have a new nature does not mean that I live in it, that I embody it, that I operate within that, okay? All right, so I wanted to read this really great quote. This is from Jeff Foster. It's so good, and he just talks about how to love yourself. It says, when you change your focus, what is absent to what is present, what is missing to what has been given, what you are not towards what you are, the ravages of linear time to the immediacy of now. You're reconnecting with love, truth, and beauty, and abundance is yours effortlessly. For truly, nothing is missing here. Where you are, nothing is missing in this present scene in the movie of your life, and are forever busy and at a point of completeness. The only reason why you cannot find the unit is because it never came out. The day is waiting to be lived. So breathe life, friend. Breathe life. So what I love about this is that we are we are told there's there's a lot of scripture here actually, although that's I'm not sure if that's his background <laughs> or his standard in life or his belief system. However, you can absolutely pull scripture here. When you change your focus, forget the former things. Right? Focus on the wonderful new. God is doing a new thing. Will you not perceive it? Where focus goes, energy flows. So you and I have the opportunity to focus and we can pray and ask Holy Spirit to help us because it's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord, right? So when you change your focus to what is present, to what you can do, to what you can control, the supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding comes in. Wisdom comes in. Revelation rushes in. Guidance comes in, right? And then you are able to show up differently in your world, okay? When you spend time with God, when you cultivate relationship with God, when you read the word of God, when you are renewing your mind, when you are praying, when you are worshiping, you're reconnecting with love, with truth, with beauty and abundance that is always available to you. But we forget about that in the busyness and all the doing. We don't spend enough time being, so we're not familiar with all of these beautiful things, love, truth, beauty, abundance, right? We just had Valentine's Day yesterday. Happy Valentine's Day. Truly though, love day is every day, right? Like you can choose love every day and you can decide to master in love and minor in the lesser things, right? The things that aren't valuable, You don't need to spend all of your precious time, energy, emotion there, but you can master and grow in love. And I personally believe we can only do that connected to the author and creator of love, to know its purity, to know its depth, to be great receivers of that love so that we can overflow and and flood 
that into the world, right? This part two, nothing is missing. I love reminding myself this. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken, right? We have a tendency to be fixers, <laughs> to be controllers, to try to manipulate outcomes, right? But if nothing is missing, nothing is broken, you can accept, you can appreciate things for how they are. Now, that's not saying that you still don't desire more, you don't desire change, but forcing your way there is not the way, right? It's becoming a child, falling back into that surrender, into that humility, into that simple trust, and letting the wellspring of joy and resources flow, bubble up inside of you and flow out of you, right? The only reason that we get stuck often in the story that we're co-creating with God is we resist life. We resist it rather than accept it, okay? So when we start simply believing, that changes how we feel and that changes how we act and show up in the world, okay? So I love saying this. I refuse. I refuse to reject myself. I evolve and elevate always. I refuse to reject myself. I evolve and elevate always, right? That's the journey. I'm not going to reject myself and bully myself and beat myself up on the way to my transformation. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to accept myself. I'm going to activate parts of myself I didn't know were available on the way to that next version of my life or that next place of promise and expansion, okay? So it's really loving your inner child, right? And I like to say this too, I love my inner child. She stacks the best. (laughs) All she does is stack wins, 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 no matter what, right? So the idea of this with stacking is that we're doing this every day. We're either stacking belief after belief after belief that is serving us or lie after lie after lie that is crippling us. We're either stacking emotions and putting energy quite literally in motion that is serving us, that is activating our greatness, that is helping us show up and helping us build momentum and take action, right? Or we're stacking emotions that are heavy, that are weighing us down and that are holding us back. Like we are literally chaining ourselves to the floor a lot of the times by what emotions we're letting dominate our lives every day. Okay, so as we love our inner child, what are we activating? We're activating more joy. We're activating more creativity. We're more activating more wonder and expectancy and inspiration, right? We're being present to the moment and accepting all that's available here now to create. Insane, right? Two very, very different ways of showing up in the world, okay? So a formula, if you want a formula, what I teach is that different beliefs that you have, right? If you're really aligning with the truth from the word of God, right? These beliefs build, right, inside of you. And then what you do, faith without works is dead. You take extra bold, courageous action that is adding value to the world. And you do it with wisdom and with grace, right? Holy Spirit taste, (laughs) You, you become a triple threat, right? So my belief plus my faith-inspired action, my bold, courageous action, my belief plus my bold, courageous action with Holy Spirit, wisdom, and grace is a triple threat, right? But what we do and what this quote was highlighting, we often focus on what is missing, 
Rather than accepting the present moment, we resist it. And every moment is really just an invitation to align with God. God's vibes matter. Every invitation is to align with the mind of God, the heart of God, the creativity and the power of God, the presence of God, right? Every moment is an invitation to do that. We're never lost. We're never alone. We're never forgotten, right? God is not surprised by whatever's happening. And as we trust and grow in that simple trust, we become an unshakable tree. (laughs) What do I mean by that? What do I mean by becoming an unshakable tree? Like trees. Let me pull the scripture for you. Psalm 1, 3. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields fruit in its season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Okay, let me do it this way. Psalm 1. Okay. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit at the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law, he meditates day and night. Okay. And then as you continue with that, that's the one who's like a tree planted, right? So you prosper in every season, no matter what is going on. So the Psalm tells us it means that we are bursting with fruits and we do not wither just like a well-watered tree, right? Whether, no matter what season it is outside, we are like that, okay? Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. It leaves, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. That's another way to say that verse, Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. I don't know about you, right? But I think one of the greatest gifts that we can give to other people is stability, right? It can be crazy in the world. And we are all, all presented with circumstances and challenges that can throw us off every day, right? But we can still be like a tree, planted by the water that sends out roots by the stream, right? Doesn't matter what season it's in, we can be an unshakable tree, right? And that happens by what? Trusting in the Lord, simple childlike trust and faith, right? And meditating on his law day and night, meditating in what is true, building up your belief, building up your faith, training your identity, training your focus so that when you're in the world, you're not triggered by these fiery darts of the enemy and these daggers that are coming at you every day. They literally can't get in and penetrate you if you are full of the truth, right? They can't. They're still probably going to come. You can't always control what's coming towards you, but you can do work to make sure that it doesn't get on the inside of you and infect you, right? That is important work. That is the work, okay? So getting into the secrets place, spending time with God, having that safe 
place and space that you can retreat to is is like creating this bubble of protection around you. So even when you're in the world, you are protected. You can still activate that space because you've been cultivating it privately so that you can use it publicly. Okay? So, so good. Let's see what else I want to share with you today. So there were a couple of words that I think are important. So when it comes to identity training, a lot of times people are talking about reinventing yourself. And to reinvent means to change something so much that it appears to be entirely new, to take up a very different job or a way of life, okay? So reinventing is to make as if for the first time, to remake, to redo completely, to bring into use again, that's reinvention, okay? Now, when you are a born-again believer, you already are created. You are a new creation. So you already have all of the potential that you'll need on the inside of you. So the work is really activating that every day and walking that out every day. That's not something that we can just be casual about or just expect is going to just happen, right? We are transformed, but we walk out the process of transformation by renewing our mind to that transformation every day. So I liken this to having an addiction and actually getting deliverance from it, meaning like the cravings are gone. You don't have that as a crutch in your life anymore. Like you actually don't desire it. Like God just has removed that desire from you. And now you get to see what it's like to be this creation that doesn't have that crutch anymore. (laughs) If you're not going to limp through life anymore, what are you going to do now that you don't have this addiction blocking you? Well, you likely are going to invest in new habits and new practices and new rituals and walk out some newness of life. But that isn't something that just happens, right? If something has been removed, you have to fill that space now with new things. Okay? So... I can speak to this from personal experience. For example, when an addiction was straight up removed from my life, something that I had struggled with for years, very much like the Apostle Paul, I don't know why I keep doing this thing, but I do, and I can't stop it, right? So eventually, I gave that over to the Lord, and it was removed. I literally had the experience where I woke up one day, and that was no longer my life. I just literally, right? But... (laughs) I didn't know about the work that was going to be attached to that. So establishing new habits, literally up-leveling my life in every aspect. So down to what I was eating, I was led to do a no-sugar diet for, I think it was six weeks. So following a plan to, to really start leveling out my body, changing a workout routine, changing uh, what I was exposing myself to, like what I was literally filling my eye gates with, my ear gates, right? Like no TV. I started, I literally stopped watching any sort of TV in my life in that season. Uh, I was conscious of what I was listening to, where I was going, who I was connecting to. I spent a ton of of time in the word in just quiet time. So I could really start distinguishing what is true, what is lovely, what is praiseworthy versus what is not Right? How am I going to actually know if I can't distinguish it and if I can't discern it? I have to build that up inside of me, right? I started reading the word of God. I started volunteering. I started serving. Like I literally, everything that that addiction had robbed me of in my life, all the space that it took up, I replaced all of that with new things, but things that were filling me up to overflowing. So I actually had something valuable to give. So I stopped running from issues that I needed to face and I started walking out new habits, new practices, newness of life. 
I started partnering with God and creating the new things he wanted to create in my life. Okay, so that's an example, but that's walking out transformation. Now, did I have those tools inside of me? Yes, but had I been activating them? No. <laughs> did I know what to do? No, but that was the simple trust. You know what, I'm, I'm just going to trust God and take this step. And then if something else is revealed, I'm going to take that step and I'm just going to have this instant obedience. I'm not going to overthink it in my mind. I'm not going to get caught up in worry. I'm just going to walk this out. Because what's the alternative? Going back? No, there's no going back, right? Like I burned the ship, the burn, like burned my books. There's no going back, right? So I'm just gonna learn something new every day and apply it with me. So super important. Now, what that required though was remembering. So rather than reinventing, I wasn't reinventing myself there. I just hadn't been living as myself, right? I hadn't been doing any sort of identity training. So that was something that could shift, right? I could shape shift. I could be something in this environment. Like I could be what was needed. I could be useful. (laughs) And it was out of survival, really. It was a bad habit of people pleasing or codependency that I hadn't broken off my life yet, right? So I, I didn't actually know who I was. So I couldn't operate as who that was in the world. I knew who I had to be who I was trained to be, but that was faulty programming. So it was on me now with God to walk out new programming. I have it, but I have to walk it out, okay? So for me, it was more, rather than reinventing myself, it was more remembering who I actually am. So remember is to have in or be able to bring to one's mind an awareness of someone or something that one has seen, known, or experienced in the past. It means to do something that one has undertaken to do or that is necessary or advisable. Used to emphasize the importance of what is asserted. I love that one. So remembering means to bring to mind. Bring to mind. To keep in mind. Okay? It's also, some synonyms of it are to recall, to recollect, to be conscious of, right? To set our mind on things above, (laughs) right? That is remembering. I'm going to remember these things, okay? So that those are filling my mind. So, and when we're stuck, this is where Holy Spirit comes in. Luke 22, 19, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. So Holy Spirit can can really renew and enlighten the eyes of your understanding, okay? Joshua 1.9 says, the memory of the righteous is a blessing, right? When, when we're walking with God, we don't have to be afraid of these like bad, horrible memories, right? God can redeem and restore your memory, right? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not (laughs) all his benefits. Why don't I remember his benefits? That's the same thing. I'm going to remember my inheritance. I'm going to remember and meditate on day and night his promises. I'm going to let that fill my mind, right? 
Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. So that to me is remember that I don't walk alone. Remember that it's not my understanding that I'm standing on. The truth that I'm standing under is the word of God. It's not my truth. What I think is right, what I think is good, what I think is pleasing is the truth, okay? And the scripture that I was really highlighting here was John 3.16. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So this can be a wonderful treasure hunt and adventure of activating every new thing that God wants to activate in you every day. That's creating the new in your life. He wants to do it in and through you. Okay. And, and the beauty and the beautiful scenarios that you create in your soul are then what you can flow out and release to other people, okay? Think about these things. Meditate on these things, right? So, so, so important. So I shared a a fun reel today just about really being unstoppable in your identity training because this is what makes it fun to show up in the world. This is what helps you operate from a place of confidence and clarity. This is what helps you be bold and courageous in your call is when you are unstoppable and relentless and unapologetic about your energy and identity training. It is also energy training, (laughs) right? Because your identity and your belief system is what impacts your emotions and quite literally the energy that you are creating in your life that is what's motivating you to take action or not. So we block ourselves a lot just by the energy that we're cultivating in our inner world, okay? So reinventing yourself, really remembering who you are at your core should feel like an insane celebration, right? Like every day you could be like, heck yes, I just stacked that win or I tried that thing or I dared to do that or I courageously showed up there and created this outcome, right? Every day can be a reason for an insane celebration. And I personally, so if you're here, listen, (laughs) I personally had a really hard time celebrating. In fact, I didn't. I didn't slow down to Uh, really practice gratitude or to acknowledge how far I've come. And we really do need to give ourselves credit for how far we have come and for the changes that are happening because that helps add to our fuel and gives us energy and inspiration to keep showing up, right? Rather than pushing, 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 forcing, forcing, forcing and feeling like we're not getting anywhere. Is that true? Probably not, but you're not even acknowledging and paying attention to or being grateful for changes and transformations and miracles, quite literally miracles that are happening every day. So it should feel like an insane celebration. You showing up and changing anything in your life is reason for celebration. And childlike wonder is the way home. Childlike wonder is the way back to aligning with God. The way of joy and trust in God is simply, I believe. I don't know how, but I believe. I don't know when, but I believe. I don't know why this is happening, but I believe. Right? And that's actually a sacrifice. Offer up a sacrifice of praise, of thanksgiving, of faith. (laughs) It is hard to do that when it doesn't look right in your world. When something shifts and it's it's disappointing or it's discouraging, that's an opportunity to align and partner with God, partner with faith, partner with truth, right? 
Because when we focus on what's missing, we resist the present moment. And trust is accepting the invitation to learn, to lean in, to fall in love with where you are and come home to a different part of yourself, right? We don't often know what God has planted in us until we're presented with an opportunity to activate it, right? We don't know how much patience we have until our patience is tested. We don't know how much love we're actually walking out and embodying every day until it's tested, right? And we don't know if we're operating in God's love or conditional love until it's tested. We don't know if we truly are good for our word when we say that we're committed to somebody and then we go through a season of long suffering. That's when that commitment is tested. Are you actually committed? Are you actually a person of your word? How bad do you actually want it? Long suffering. (laughs) A fun fruit of the spirit will help you know right? We don't know if we're okay not having people understand us, right? We don't know if we're okay not having to be right until we're tested with meekness. Until we know and really understand that meekness is not weakness at all, right? So the dance in life is giving a bold yes to it all. Where I am is exactly where I'm meant to be. I'm on purpose and I walk like it. I talk like it. I show up like it. I am supposed to be here. I'm destined to be here. I'm made to be here and I matter. I make a difference, right? I'm modeling miracles. My walk is an insane celebration. I'm a catalyst for change. How I show up daily is beautiful and it matters, right? Because the truth is you can never put too much good in the world. It's always going to be mirrored back or boomerang back to you. Always, right? And I like reminding myself and clients that life can't go wrong. We have a tendency to make it wrong or to make it mean something negative in our mind. That's what the human brain does, right? But if you remember that life can't go wrong then you can start practicing saying yes to it. And that means that you can feel it all rather than run from it all. And you can create fulfillment in your life at the same time. So every area of your life doesn't have to be good to create transformation. You don't have to wait for a certain outcome to be busy about God's business. He wants you to be about it wherever you are. And in fact, I know this by personal experience and I'm always super inspired by the people that are walking through some intense pain. It could be grief. It could be so many things, but they are walking through intense pain and you would have no idea because of how they're showing up for others and how they're, they're pouring out because God uses us in, in brokenness. He shows up strong in our weakness. And I can say by personal experience that in my seasons of seasons, okay, (laughs) of great brokenness. That's really where I just said, God, I trust you. I don't get it. It hurts. I trust you. And he would guide me and he would lead me to show up and serve. And it would be insane, right? Like I turned into a prayer warrior. I started radically showing up for other people and just sewing when God told me to sew. It was just crazy what he was able to do. And I didn't know that was possible. It didn't make sense, right? And the glory didn't come back to me. It all came back to him because it was not my strength or my understanding that was operating there, right? You can, you can unapologetically be your truest self every day with clarity and confidence. That's what is available to us when we partner with God, right? 
And you can also ask yourself questions and ask God, how can I, what can I activate? What do you want me to activate here to release your goodness, to release your glory, to make this most beautiful? What do you want me to activate? What is available to me right now? What am I not seeing? Help me to see this differently. I'm willing to see this differently, right? We don't just talk about transformation here. We demonstrate it. We're modeling miracles after all. And miracles start as a shift in perception. That's beautiful, right? And we're all mirrors of each other. And this is a great thing to remember. We're all mirroring back to one another aspects of ourselves or providing invitations to align with truth, right? We can see, ooh, like this person is actually showing me something. This person that might be triggering me, this person that's making me uncomfortable, they're actually highlighting an area that I've rejected in myself or an area where I'm wavering in my faith or an area where I can sure up my confidence, right? And it's an invitation to align with God there. So when you see that, that everybody's a mirror, that helps you align with all things are working for my good, right? And you can partner and sync up with God there. God, what are you showing me here? I repent for leaning on my own understanding, for judging, for criticizing. Thank you for helping me see this differently. Thank you for bringing this person and this blessing into my life. Thank you for activating more of your fruit in my life, right? So think about that. Today, And every blessed day that we're given, we're creating the story that we'll tell. We are. And we get to co-create that with God every day. So it's important that we choose wisely, but it's also wisdom to humble yourself and know that you can't choose wisely apart from God. Apart from God, we can do nothing. And apart from God, we can do no good thing. So God, what part of my identity do you really want me to accept and embrace today? What part of you can I activate and express wherever you plant me? You are with me wherever I go. How can I share more of you and bless other people everywhere that I go, right? As you do this work, your life (laughs) becomes a beautiful story, a beautiful masterpiece. And that beauty that you experience first for yourself, you then can relate You can then relate, you can relate it, but you can release it to other people in your world. And that is what makes your journey an insane celebration. You don't just talk about transformation, you demonstrate it. You don't need to talk about it. You don't need to say all of the ways that you're transforming. You can display it in your action, but you can't do that if you don't have faith and if you're not actually walking it out one day at a time, one step at a time, one moment at a time with God. Okay. So my challenge for you is to invest in this identity training. If you don't like something about yourself, what is that about? What is that an opportunity for? How can you embrace that invitation to align with God? Right? What if you only focused on things that supported your highest good? Who would you become then? You are worthy of extravagant and evolving. And I bless you with that today. All right, humans. I hope this message blessed you. I know it might be a stretch for some, but it's so, so powerful to do this work. I am absolutely here for it. I am, you know, a guide on the side. So if you (laughs) want to go deeper into this work, make sure to visit julianapage.com. 
There are private coaching packages available over there, and you can also get plugged into the God's Vibes Mastermind, where we are serious about ruling and reigning in our life every day and walking out the fullness of who God has intended us to be. So if you want to get plugged in there and surround yourself with people that are doing that work, make sure that you visit julianapage.com and get plugged in. Also, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do. This is your invitation, your opportunity to do so. Subscribe and share. Make sure that if this podcast is absolutely blessing you that you share because sharing is caring. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed.